Hello, welcome to the Work in Progress podcast. I'm your host, Dianu. And I'm Kendra. And we are two young college, young women in college that like to share our opinions on different social issues and pop culture topics. We believe that everything that we discuss is a work in progress because there is room for change and finding solutions to these issues, as well as change in how we feel about these topics and issues. Yeah, so basically we just talk about whatever we want. And hopefully you can change your mind about some things that we talk about today. Yes, we're literally just having, you're just listening to our conversation. (laughs) Um, Okay, so a little bit about me. I'm a senior in college and I'm studying fashion. And I'm currently looking for a full-time job or internship in my field. But in my spare time, when I'm not stressing over that, I watch a lot of videos um, surrounding K-pop. You know, I'm a big K-pop fan. Also, just commentary videos are different things that's going on in pop culture and um, social issues. So that's what I do in my spare time. You know, watch YouTube videos on different things. And then, like, you know, I talk with my lovely roommate here mm-hmm. on those topics, and we just we end up just having, like, an hour-long conversation about them. So we just decided that, you know what, let's have a podcast on this because, like, I feel like there's, like, some opinions or views on some of these issues that no one really talks right. about. And you know what? You know, it's like, let's put our two cents in here, even though no one asked for it. <laughs> it's like, since we have our hour-long conversations anyway, might as well record it. And, you know, no, even though nobody asked for it, share with the internet. So a little bit about me. I'm also a senior in college. Um, I'm a new media and design major, which is basically just an over-glorified art degree. Um, mm-hmm. I am also looking on a search for finding a job, an art job, hopefully. But other than that, I'm... Maybe like watching K-pop related videos, commentary videos, as Kendra said, and watching Netflix and listening to podcasts like you are right now. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. And so our to- our first um, episode is going to be on, it's called, Would You Date a Black Girl? And the reason why we came up with this title is because we recently watched a um, dating show on YouTube um, from this channel that we watch. Um, they had like, they made a um, date, uh, international dating show that took place in Korea, where they had four women kind of go on like four five dates with Korean men, kind of like based off of Singles Inferno. If you ever watched that show, so basically it's like they um, basically just made a Singles Inferno, but um, made it where it was like international women or foreign women in Korea um, um, pursuing a date these Korean men. And, like, the way the show ended, people had some opinions about um, the uh, Korean guys, their choices for the w- women that they chose to date. And some people were thinking that, like, it's because the girl, um, two of the gr- um, one of the girls was black that, like, she didn't get picked. And, like, you know, and so, like, you know, when the um, producers of the show were um, answering some questions or, like, kind of just um, reviewing some feedback, they were like, will there be any Korean men who would date a black girl or would go after a black girl? And like, you know, hearing that question in 2023 is really tiring because it's like, I don't know. It's just like, I don't know why you have to ask that question. It's, like, it's, it's kind of embarrassing. It's like you're kind of desperate. And I know that there was like a study we were talking about. It's kind of old um, by OkCupid um, in 2014 that black women across the board are the least desired. I think they study Hispanic men, um, um, white men, 
and Asian men and black men and like Rahasabor black women compared to other races um, of black of women, um, black women were the least desired. So I don't know if it's just a lot of black women have felt that lack of desire for them that they are so desperate for yeah, this validation. Yeah, and they feel like they validation. need. Yeah, and they feel like they need to you know vocalize to someone or ask somebody before pursuing them like hey would you actually date a black girl you know so they at least can know i guess so they feel like they're the guys that they're going after will feel comfortable with dating them they feel they have to ask them um and then like just thinking about like my personal experience with it is like growing up a lot of the um guys that i had crushes on some of them were black and then some of them were like you know white or like hispanic or something but like i never it's like i feel like me personally when i was younger you know hearing about someone saying that they were day a black girl did make me feel good but like i don't know it's like now that i'm older i just feel like like i really didn't need that need to hear that but I do remember when I was in middle school I did watch this video on YouTube where this white boy was saying how he only dates black girls and that made me happy because it was like it was nice hearing someone say that they would date a black girl because growing up you know a lot of boys a lot of times when I got picked on as a kid for when I you know when I first started having locks or like you know like I had like short hair a lot of boys that picked on me were black. They were, you know, like, there was, like, little black boys who were just being immature. And, like, I don't know if, like, you know, growing up, that kind of made me feel like I wasn't really desired by them. Even though, like, um, there was been, there's been a couple of times where, like, some black guys would try to come up to me and, you know, get my attention. But, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like, you know, my, um. I don't didn't really pursue them as much whenever I did have crushes. A lot of crushes I had growing up, like celebrity crushes I had growing up were like white men, you know, I don't know if it's just because on you know, watching Disney Channel and stuff, like not a lot of, there wasn't a lot of black guys on TV or I didn't really see any, I didn't really have a lot of representation of like black love or like, you know, black guy going pursuing a black woman. So like that kind of made me think that like you know I'm not desired by black men I mean I'm trying to lose I'm trying to get rid of that now you know because you know I'm older and you know things are different now but like you know I still feel like a little a little bit that kind of lingers when it comes to like who I try to look for in a partner mm. yeah I think growing up I watched a lot of Disney I I don't think I watched too much BET until I was a little bit older so I mainly just saw like white boys like if the main character had a crush on a boy he would be white most likely so um, they were always in my gaze, and then I got picked up, picked on a lot by a lot of POC people, like some Hispanic boys um, and some black boys. So my brain was just like, oh, okay, I mean, they don't like me, I don't like them, and so I was like boasting about how, like, oh, I only like white boys, and I feel like that was just made like exaggerated when I went through my big emo phase. And, like, all, like, the bands, like, the attractive guys were white. Like, I was so obsessed with Andy Biersack. I mean, he's still a, a nice-looking white man, but besides the point, like, I was like, that's my type. I want, like, a nice emo white boy. <laughs> and I would try so hard. It is so funny. I've never had an emo phase, but I did like the aesthetic of it. You know, the you know like, the whole darkness and, like, the scene hair and, like, everything. Like, I like the aesthetic, but I just didn't really listen to it that much. I, I mean, I've heard, I know some of the most popular or mainstream emo bands but like, I feel like I was just kind of like out there just like right. viewing it from afar like oh 
okay, but but I, 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 still, I think when I was in middle school, mm-hmm. I still had a huge white boy phase. Like I liked a lot of white boys. It wasn't until I got to high school that I really, you know, started to really um, have developed crushes for POC um, individuals or um, boys. So. It's like, I don't know if it's because I went to, like, a mainly white middle school, but, like, they were just the standard. Even on Tumblr, when Tumblr was, like, really big, like, like all the, like, little sad posts, and, like, the girls wanted, like, a guy to save them. It was always, like, a white man. Like, a lot of American Horror Story imagery was a white dude. A lot of American Horror Story imagery. Yeah. Normal people scare me. (laughs) Evan Peters. Everyone loved Evan (laughs) Peters back then. Even now, I think some people still probably like him, but I don't know. You know, like, Five Sauce, One Direction, like, Justin Bieber. Or for like, for a handful of people, I was a believer. I was not, but I don't know. I think I, because he was mainstream, I was just. I mean, One Direction, too. I don't know if you yeah, listen to One yeah, Direction, but. I mean, I did a little bit. My friend tried so hard. To Same. Get me I had a friend who tried to get me into them. It was like, I only, the only members I really paid attention to was Harry and Zayn. So. Zane was fine. Zane is still fine. Yeah. Hold on, correction. He is still fine. <laughs> he turned 30 recently, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- not that 30 is an old age, but, like, he he looks so good that you wouldn't think he was 30. Mm-hmm. But, um, so, yeah, so that's just a little bit about our background as far as, like, our crushes and our experience with um, uh, young men back when we were younger, how that kind of influenced who we, I guess, pursue or, like, what we try to look for when we, when we date. Like, at least the type of guys we or the type of people we go for when we date. But um, now we want to get into on black women seeking male validation. And, like, the first thing that we were thinking about talking about. Pick me. The true pick me's. <laughs> or the original definition of a pick me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, I just learned this recently. Like, you know, we all know pick me as, like, a girl who, like, you know, wants male attention. Like, she's like, I'm not like other girls. Like, you know, she hangs out with a lot of guys and stuff like that. But I never knew, like, it really derived from, like, black women being called pick me's for, like, you know, wanting male attention, specifically um, black male attention. So I think it was, like, at a BET Awards that was. Yeah. Yes. It was a BET. It was. I think it was. It didn't seem like it was that long ago. It seemed like it was either last year. Or 2021. It had to be at the 2021 BT Awards, I, I believe. Yes. We want our men back. That is, that is wow. That is so embarrassing. Yeah, like Taraji, yeah, like Taraji P. Henson, she kind of gave like a little monologue. I think like um, in the middle of the BT Awards before, I guess, going on to the next part of the show. Where she was talking about white women. We want our black men back. <laughs> and that was so embarrassing. Because like, what other group of women... Would say they want their own, you know, group, you know, their own men from their own ethnicity back. Like they want, you know, them back. None, and it's it's just so sad because, like, I don't know. It seems like it gives off that we're desperate and stuff like that. And if they have to be called back, maybe they weren't ever ours. Exactly. Exactly. Like I don't want something. I don't want someone who doesn't want me. So like, if, right. like I don't know. I'm not going to be desperate and trying to get their attention just because. Because I'm black and that you should want right, me. Right, exactly. And I wish that, I don't know, black women realize that, you know, they're more than this. And they should go to places where they're desired and loved and respected. And they don't have to beg for someone to come back. You should never beg for someone to come back into your space, you know. 
So you should go to where you're appreciated. And I can see why, you know, black women love Jack Harlow so much. <laughs> well, I don't know now because, you know, with recent, like, with recent issue, um, um, issues surrounding Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez, like, you know, people finding out or, like, seeing a bunch, a lot of rappers not coming for her defense and, like, just, like, literally, like, crucifying her in her, in this situation. But back then, um, I did watch this one video. I think you watched it, too, from Madison Brown, where she was talking about, like, why um, black women liked Jack Harlow. Because even back then, I was kind of confused because I didn't really... I didn't really listen to him. I mean, I know some of his songs, but, like, you know, I didn't know people loved him so much or, you know, liked him so much. And it was because he was outspoken about outspoken about the violence against black women or, like, police police brutality against black women. And so, like, I guess they, uh, you know, black girls um, appreciated his um, support for them because, like, you know, we all know that, like, a lot of male, um, you know, black male rappers, they – just be dehumanizing black women and so like you know it was was refreshing to see someone else do that you know I guess even to as a white man to do that you know they you know they thought that was really nice so they supported him but I know things are probably different now because like that video came out three months before this article came out about him um defending having the baby and Tory Lanez on his song for um what's popping which you know is very problematic because you know Tory Lanez um, was violent against Megan Thee Stallion so it was like it's kind of weird for him to like support Tory Lanez in that sense when he um, was violent against a black woman. Is Jack Harlow still getting like a lot of heat from the black community right now or are people just kind of like what? I don't know it's like you know I don't know how long this that whole thing of them a black woman liking him lasted I just know that like when people when um when um Megan Thee Stallion's and Tory Lanez's trial was going on that like people were like oh yeah don't for- you know um don't forget that uh, Jack Harlow defended having Tory Lanez and uh, the baby on his remix for what's popping so I think it, it's like it, I think it died down even before that but then like yeah. with with the trial going on and people finding out or seeing how a lot of um uh, rappers or men were um you know, criticizing making this down. I think it just kind of like put the nail in the coffin, maybe. Right. Mm. And, you know, and it's like what Jack did, like at least like uplifting black women and stuff like that. That's not like, that's good to do, but it's, it's not the like, bare minimum. It is the bare minimum. It's like so amazing. It's not like totally crazy. And it's, it's just like, rare though. It's really yeah, rare. It, to is, it is rare and it sucks. It sucks that like, you know, even just like a little bit, crumbs, black women are just, they rejoice with that. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like we really saw that with the wave of um the white saviors on TikTok. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember back in 2020 or just, um yeah, it was 2020 when I first started using TikTok. You know, I remember seeing a lot of TikToks where uh, a, a lot of guys, I think more specifically Asian men, but I think it was a whole group of people. I just remember it. I, remember, I just remember seeing a couple of TikToks from Asian boys saying that they like black women or like they would date. You know, like their preference is includes black women and like, you know, a lot of black girls in the comments were like, you know, appreciating that or like saying like, period or like, you know, like like what's your number? Like you know, like they were eating up that attention that these um, guys were uh, giving them, and it's like, I guess it's like okay, cool, right. you know, because again, you know, we always see 
TikToks where black guys be saying that they don't date black girls or like you know like they, their preference includes white women but it's like still it just seems like you know with those TikToks they use um black women's vulnerability or like I guess there's them seeking um d- desirability they use that as a as like a way to like kind of mock us or right. Right. and build like a platform because they know they're gonna get support by I don't know, young, maybe insecure black women. And, you know, it is, it's a smart business move, but I don't know if it's like these people are doing it from like their heart or it is just acting it out. Like, Mm -hmm. they just want this, they just want the attention from black girls who, you know, are probably um, insecure about being wanted. And do you see like anything in common with these guys? Are they kind of like, I don't know. Do they have the hood aesthetic, quote unquote hood aesthetic? I, or? Do, I, do, I do. I think, yes. One of them did have like a kind of like a hood aesthetic. <laughs> I was just, it was like, at first I was like, okay, he's cute. But I'm just like, I was like, I don't know if it's because he, because he feel like, you know, because he has this hood aesthetic that, you know, he, he's got to like black girls to kind of, to solidify him in his hood aesthetic. Try to get as close to blackness as like, I guess he could. Yeah, I would see, I think I saw recently on Twitter that, um, I think you sent it to me or something. It was like this TikTok of this um, black girl. What was it? Was it, okay, black girl with a white guy and like he took her wig off or something in the video? Were you the one who yes, I was just like, now. And she posted it too. Yes. Like she was like, she's like, I can't believe he did that. I was like, you know, she was probably not super upset about it. Just right. kind of like he's joking. But like, why? It's like that's so embarrassing. Cause like, why? Why would you let him do that? That was very motivated. Yes. You know? Um, that I don't know. That I would be disrespected. No, no matter what race you are. Mm-hmm. Like you, you know? don't touch somebody's hair. Yeah. <laughs> like and that's embarrassing. Like I don't know why. But anyway, you know that's her prerogative. But and that's what I'm thinking. Like I don't know if these men who like say they love black women actually respect them. You know and cherish them and love them. So. I just hope that these women who consume this content actually like look into things deeper, you know, and try not to get validation from men or just yeah, or like, here. Yeah, or like, yeah, or like kind of like, you know, kind of make a profit based on like how, di- how, it, like, they're, them being an interracial cup, being an interracial couple, like how yeah. we've seen with the rise in like ABW movement, like all these different channels. Um, and youth channels and IG couple cha- um, pages that promotes A and B W. I don't want to just say because of K-pop, but I feel like K-pop really contributed to that. Mm-hmm. Now I really see more of like that kind of interaction. I think growing up, I didn't really see that that much, mm-hmm. even in real life. So it wasn't until after it wasn't until after I got into K-pop I started seeing that. And like I think it's because you know because K-pop has a lot of influence on um, R and B and hip hop music that we made it, it made a lot of um black people or and more specifically black girls get into k-pop and like k-pop and like i think because they like k-pop they kind of they kind of want to experiment and kind of you know do research on like would an asian guy date a black girl so like they you know would i don't know kind of find something to fill in their fantasies of like what it's like dating an a asian man i remember when i first got into um K-pop, I found this YouTube channel called K-Music in Black. <laughs> yeah, so like this channel, K-Music in Black Women, I remember watching this video where she was basically just, she had like a compilation of uh, K, uh, K-idol, K-pop idols or K-R&B slash hip-hop 
um, artists who mentioned that they would date a black girl or like, you know, or whatever. And like she was, there was a, there was a, um, a video clip she had in the video of this um, K-R&B, uh, K-R&B slash hip hop artist named PH1. And like he read a comment on, he was on Instagram live and he read a comment that said, would you date a black girl? And he said, and he said it, yeah, um, he would date a black girl. And he mentioned that like his dad actually told him to bring home a black or Latina girl. And I remember cringing because I'm like, I know good and well he did not say that. Or like, I'm like, I feel like he's capping because like, why? <laughs> Especially like, since it's like, it's kind of well known that like Koreans, they typically want to, you know, keep their bloodline pure. You know, right. that's like the old, that's an old traditional way of thinking you know things are a little bit different so you know his dad could be open-minded but like you know i just feel like it's weird that his dad would say bring home a black or a latina girl instead of just saying or whatever like and is he like the first son like in the family like the eldest i have no idea because if he is i'm like i know that's really not true i mean i don't know i don't think every korean household follows that standard Mm -hmm. to the t but like typically like the first son who's a male of course, um, mm-hmm. has to like date or marry a Korean. Yeah, it's like I just, I just feel like you know, like his. I feel like his father wouldn't, you know, be like, oh yeah, br- you know, date a black slash, you know, right. or non-Korean girl. Yeah, and like, That's if anything, he might be okay with him. To, you know, like you know, be more accepting. But like, I just feel like he wouldn't be like, oh yeah, bring home, bring home a, a black or a Latina girl. <laughs> Remember this YouTuber Ben? I don't know if his parents have really stated or their opinion about him dating outside of his race mm-hmm. but i remember in a q a like i don't know i guess like you know some black girlies be watching his channel and like asked him like would you date um uh, i don't think it was only black girls it was like you know uh, maybe hispanic girls whatever he would always get questions like oh would you date um hispanic girls would you date black girls and then he was kind of like why would you ask me that question like i mean sure like as long as you're a girl because like you know he's a straight man but like <laughs> <laughs> he, he like it was like he he kind of felt it was like bizarre for him yeah. to get asked those questions see right. it's like see now it's like it's to the point now where it's like why are you asking me these questions like yeah. it's like it's like it's, it's like a weird question to ask guys now like you know would you date outside your race <laughs> what's wrong with dating this like this race or whatever so i don't know i just feel like maybe some of y'all are making it a big deal and stuff mm-hmm. like that and it can kind of- yeah i know like if if you were like in an environment like again like korea and yeah. you ask somebody that like you know they wouldn't feel too weird about the question and will probably answer it honestly mm-hmm. but like i don't know like you, you know when you ask that kind of question to someone who is in a, is from is from a country where it's more diverse right and they see they see more open minded. I feel like you don't have to ask that question. Yeah, he's like he's from Canada. Like I don't know, I don't know how diverse it is over there, but like it's in the West, so he's probably exposed to multiple races. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. So please stop. And like I didn't take her videos too seriously. I just thought it was funny. But like it's like if you don't know what K music black woman is, the channel doesn't really exist anymore because I think people reported and took took the video, um, channel down because. What this channel did was take videos of black girls who had some kind of interaction with a K-pop idol. Like, I guess, like, if a K-pop group went overseas and they had a concert and, like, you know, some fans got to interact with them, they would exaggerate um, their interactions with the idols and, like, or, like, how these idols reacted to the black girls that they were talking with. And, like, there's this infamous video about Jackson Wang from God's Heaven and, the, and his 
black girl radar where basically it's like whenever he was near a black girl he would like get so excited and stuff and i was just like you are so unserious but i think she was actually being serious and like it was really crazy it's just i don't know i didn't take her video seriously but i I think she was really trying to push that oh my gosh they want they like chocolate and stuff like that and like after a while it just got kind of cringy i'm like okay girl you don't we don't you don't need to do this because it's like just because they're giving these black girls a little bit of attention doesn't mean that they they like black women. Or at least, they. I mean, like, they could be open to dating black girls. But, like, it's not like, I don't know, like, don't give it, give, give these black, young black girls the impression that these Asian men are going to want them. Especially if they if they want to go to Korea, you know. Don't give them this fancy that when they go there that things are going to be like a K-drama. Because men are men everywhere, you know. And just because they're Asian doesn't, you know, really change anything. There's all types of people in every kind of race. But speaking on that, do you feel like your interest in Asian men have increased because of K-pop? A little bit. I mean, it's like, okay, so like, going a little bit into like how I got into just Asian culture in general. Like, I remember watching, like, I started watching anime in middle school. And like, I, it's, I think after I got into anime, I started watch, I started playing those, um, what are those games called? We talked about it. Oh, on your phone, like those mobile games. Yes, yeah, so I would. I would yeah. play those, and I think that kind of made me kind of get interested in Asian men, even though they were fictional characters, you know. But like, you know, I was like, you know, like I think that kind of started it, but like it didn't really increase until I got into K-pop. But I don't. Know, I think it just. It just. They just. I think with K-pop, they it kind of added Asian men to like I guess my. I guess what you call a dating pool. Yeah. The I guess the kind of guys I would go after because like I I feel like I'm the kind of person who would date anyone really no matter what their ethnicity was, but like you know I think it shifted from white boys to people of color that includes like you know Hispanic boys or you know mixed and mixed biracial boys or whatever, yeah. and then like I I added like Asian men to the mix and stuff like that. So I just I don't know, it, it probably incre- it definitely increased it because of K-pop. Yeah, I think for me, yeah, I kind of started with anime, um, and then I also played those mobile games. But I really feel like I, when I started watching dramas and getting into like Japanese dramas, uh, um, and you know, just like K dramas, Boys Over Flowers, that's like kind of started a little bit. But K pop definitely, like, I don't want to say it opened my eyes, but I didn't even consider Asian men as like an option, yeah. even like. Um, on TV and then like in real life too. Like there was only like one Asian guy in my middle school. Um, and like he would always date like other Asian girls. So like, I don't know, I just yeah, didn't- Yeah, yeah you never just thought that, oh, you, you never think that, oh, they yeah. probably wouldn't, they would probably date me. So like, you know, getting to K-pop and like BTS, I'm like, hmm, they're kind of cute. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, growing up, I wasn't, re- I didn't really, I didn't live in a community where there was a huge Asian, um, um, demographics there was again like there was like really like one there was like I think I've had a class with like three Asian boys so like in kindergarten there was this one boy and then like first grade there was one and then like second grade there was an exchange a Korean exchange student that came to my class uh, I don't know how long he was there for but like you know like those are the only Asian people I kind of had in my school or like had in, um, interactions with mm-hmm. but like that was that was it you know um, so I think getting into k-pop and stuff see i guess seeing i guess seeing them more and like you know pop culture and like on tv and stuff kind of 
I guess, influenced my attraction to them. And I felt like I just kept seeing them more, even in, like, movies and stuff, like Crazy Rich Asians. And also, like, I was thinking about Casey Undercover and how I was rooting for, like... Oh, yeah! I forgot his name, but, like, I was... I think... I think What's his name? I think his name is... Shoot. So, I was... I thought he was so... Wasn't he, like... Weren't they fighting? Weren't they on opposite sides? Yes. I'm trying to figure out what the actor's name is. I forgot his name. I don't know. Well, anyway, hopefully y'all who are listening know what we're talking about. If yes. not, yes. And then like he, he was, I think he was, he was in Thirteen Reasons Why, and then yeah. he was in the first season or the first couple seasons of um, Riverdale. But because he got you know busy with um, Thirteen Reasons Why, he, he got re- he got replaced with Charles Melton. Now he is fine. Charles Melton. He. He's he's like he's like Korean and Native American, so he's mixed. But you know okay. he you know he you know you know he he looks more Asian, but he is fine. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I don't know. I don't know if like Asian representation was already kind of there, just and we just didn't, wasn't yeah, looking like, at. Like after K-pop and stuff, I really felt like I started seeing Asians more. I'm like, yeah. wow. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like it's kind of weird. It's like it wasn't to like you know like something within like um. Asian culture got popular. That's how we start seeing it. But I mean, definitely see it on Instagram on my explore page. Oh my gosh, the amount of IG couples I find on my explore page that are A and B W is crazy. And like seeing like couple channels too. Mm-hmm. So like I remember I started watching um, this one couple channel, Slice and Rice. You know they they're a cute little couple um, that like you know they were they were Christian and like they they try to build their channel on like just their faith and like a little bit on like having different cultures kind of cultural exchange with each other so it was a, it was a nice little channel you know I used you know I like their channel and like you know they got I saw them get married and now they have a family and it's cute and then like there was like another channel I watched I don't really watch them that much anymore because I think they're you know they kind of kind of went away off of um social media for a little bit but I, I know that it was like the black it was like they were in Korea and like the girl was black so it was kind of nice seeing where it was like it was a black girl and an um, Asian man so like because like slice and rice is like you know she's Asian and he's black so you know it's like something we kind of already see like right. you know a black guy dating outside his race but like they were still a nice couple you know like you know um, their couple their channel wasn't you know like it, it didn't feel weird watching them but like this other couple I watched she she was black and she was living in Korea they ended up moving back to her um, to her hometown in the in the states, but like, I kind of stopped watching them. But like they were a nice channel too, mm-hmm. but like I think I think you know watching those couple channels, it, it kind of maybe kind of I feel like those couple channels made it easier for me to like kind of feel comfortable with trying to uh, seek out Asian men. But like you know like of course we can't always look at that and think that oh that's going to happen to us because we there's some examples of like some some couples who don't really you know make it and like their relationship is toxic yeah i'm thinking about the channel gin and juice that i used to watch uh it's like i won't go into like what happened if you guys want to figure it out it's you know there's stuff on the internet but i think um i really appreciated or i really like that like um you know the guy um, he didn't look like, how do I say this? He looked very like interesting. Like he had tattoos, he had long hair. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like they were very, they were very, he was very much more Western yeah. or like very much more open-minded to things and like, things and like right. Open-minded. 
And then, like, you know, the, the girl, like, his partner at the time, like, um, she was darker skin. She wasn't of, like, yeah. the standards that people, like, see in black women. That's you know? true. <laughs> like, she was, like, a little bit heavier. So, like, I don't know. They were, like, a really cute couple at the time. So, I appreciated that representation. And I'll, there was, like, a whole trend on YouTube of, like, a lot of black people, black girls in um, Korea talking about, like, what's it like dating in Korea? And, like, basically how, like, they were saying how, like, you know, oh, like, you know, if, if a Asian, if a Korean guy found you attractive, it's only, like, so that you can, like, have a one-night stand with you and you're, like, his first time with a, you're, like, you're his experiment of, like, dating outside or having experience outside of his race. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, like, calmed down my whole little, like, oh, any hopes I had. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. It's like, I still find it attractive, but like, right. I feel like if you give me any kind of attention, I'm going to be like, you know, I'm like, step back. Step back. Can I tell you, I tell you about that? Dis- not, yeah, it was Discord. Discord story with this one Asian guy? No. Okay. Well, so I was on Discord and I was in this channel, um, just like for networking and like, you know, finding new people. Mm-hmm. And so this guy reached out to me. And then, like, on my Discord, you know, it has, like, my profile and, like, what I look like. And, like, he seems cool. We started talking. And then he's like, you're so beautiful. And I'm like, hmm, thank you. And then he was like, oh, you know, I just love black women. Black women, their skin is so beautiful. They're just the best. White women, ugh. White women are just not as good as black women y'all are the best race i just really appreciate i interact with black people all the time they're the nicest the women are most beautiful blah 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 blah. and it was just so creepy to me because yes because like you don't do this to any other race like i it's like are you being are you being dead ass or are you just saying that because you you think that would make me feel better feel good put down another race to uplift another one you know you should like compliment oh you seem nice or like i want to get to know you more now like talk about my skin how it's how it glistens in the sun like how beautiful it is like i don't know it was just weird and it was just really icky and um you know men who are interested in dating black women don't do that (laughs) yeah like i think we kind of we kind of came to the conclusion when it comes to dating preferences you know it's it's like you have who you more attracted to but like you know the the whole point of it is like you wouldn't mind dating someone else outside of what you typically go for this other race like it shouldn't be i don't know it shouldn't come from a place of like hating or trying to escape another race or your own race because that's like anti whatever yeah i feel like for example like my preference is mainly people of color people who are like you know person of color black or asian but like i wouldn't exclude white guys like you know yeah. they're still um, inherently attractive but i feel like my attraction to them has definitely definitely decreased since um being in middle school <laughs> and just like i don't know just like i just yeah. don't really find myself dating a white a white man but like i again i wouldn't exclude them <laughs> right i mean i think that's kind of natural because like your dating pool increased and as you were open up to different races you're like you know white boys are still there but like i'm like oh wow it's like these other boys that I didn't even look at before. I'm looking at. It's like it's like food. Like you know, you 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 have a cuisine of food that you you typically like, but you wouldn't mind eating another type of cuisine. You're, you're not you're not that you know you're a little hesitant, but you wouldn't mind eating food. the one that you you hate pizza. You know, you just wanted to try something else. Yeah. So.
Not that men are food, but (laughs) sorry, we, 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 we've, we've seen different analogies people use about dating preferences. So we're just kind of using that. Me, It's like, anybody, I, I can date anybody, race, like gender, whatever. So I don't really have a strong preference, to be honest. Um, I mean, with, uh, white guys, like, I'm not going to exclude them. Like, I still have a preference. I can still date white men. It's just, I feel like. I don't know. You can't be like a, a white guy with a hood aesthetic trying. Yeah, like that's that's yeah. weird. That is creepy. Just don't come out. Just come and be as you are. Like if you really like country music and you, I don't know, just be authentic. Authentic like you. We have like some. We have some common interests. Like you like country music. I hate country music, but yeah. if we both like, I don't know, we both like art or something, yeah. or like just like little things that I'm into that we're both into. That's fine. But I, I really hate country music. I mean, I don't, okay. <laughs> this, is, this is so off topic, but like, you know, like country music. I like some country music, but like, I, I just definitely don't ever see myself really listening to it at all. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, maybe a little white boy can change my mind. I don't know. I, anyway. Maybe he listens to, maybe he listens to Carrie Underwood or like some other iconic country singers. Then maybe. It's like any, anybody. You know, you know, again, like, I, I'm very open, so. You know who else is open? The Korean men on Ramen and Chill. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Great way to tra- uh, transition to our last thing. So, again, like, the whole point of this, of this episode was, like, the reason why we ta- we're talking about this is because we recently watched this dating show off this channel called uh, DKDKTV. They're, like, this um, channel that really did a lot of K-pop news or news that, um, that was going on in Korea. So, like, it, it, was, it was a channel that kind of kept me up to date what was going on in Korea, South Korea, as well as what's, what's going on in K-pop. So, they just, they decided to make their own dating show based off a of singles inferno called Ramen and Chill. And, like, I, I liked the idea of the show. Like, they they wanted to have, like, uh, four women who were living in Korea to go on the show and try, you know, see, you know, just experience dating with a Korean man on the show. And, like, you know, I really liked the show. You know, like, it's, you know, like, you know, for their first season, it did pretty well. I really hope they can have another season. Um, yeah, the Kickstarter so, is still live. I think this is, this is no, not sponsored. You know, we just we, we we want to see them do it. We, we want them to keep going with ramen and chill. So support this Kickstarter. But um, when watching the show, there was one girl on there um, who wasn't really getting picked, and so like she, she, I can't remember what her ethnicity was, but she was like she's like mixed. She's like yeah. Congo Congolese and like. I think German. Don't quote me on this, yeah. but she's she's biracial. But yeah, you know she's she okay. she has some black ethnicity in her, yeah. and like she wasn't really getting picked, and like she brought up to some of the contestants on the show that like you know she feel like it's because of her race that she wasn't getting picked. Yeah. And my personal opinion is that like she wasn't really putting f putting in a lot of effort to go to. I mean she put in yeah. some effort, but like. I think it's just like the guys didn't really find her that interesting or like they found other girls more interesting, their personality more interesting. Mm-hmm. And because of that, she, you know, but she wasn't getting picked. I think she stated that she's not used, you know, she's used to guys coming up to her and picking right. her. And so like, this is like the one time where a guy wasn't going up to her. So she felt like it was because of her race that that wasn't, that was happening. Mm-hmm. When really it was like, you just wasn't, you weren't really that popular for them or you weren't, you know, you're just not being popular in the situation. And so like, I, I just didn't like how she resorted to race. Right, immediately. 
Because, like, there was another girl who was on the show who was black. She was fully black. Yeah. She was kind of popular, you know. Like, you know, she was able to go on dates and, like, you know, like, really, you know, um, was successful with talking to some of the guys. Except for, like, one guy she went on a date with. And, you know, he kind of ghosted her. But, you know, right. it's like, whatever. But, like, you know, like, I wouldn't think she would, you know, like, I don't know. I, I don't think it was because of race that, like, the guys wasn't picking her. And, like, I didn't like how, like um people who watch the show they thought that like um it was because of, it was because of their race that it, um they weren't getting picked because in the very end the one that said that was really popular her name was bella she um she was popular throughout the show but in the end she didn't get someone to go on a date with after the show ended so like, that was sad but like i a lot of people were thinking that oh well what Erica, the first girl who was mixed, she what she said was true that it was because you know because they were not really open to dating outside their race, and like I just thought that was I was like that's not true because like I feel like if they if if they weren't open to being dating outside their race, they wouldn't have been on the show. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just didn't like how people like you know like they just assumed that it was because um, because they weren't open to dating outside their race that they didn't pick. I mean, it's funny. <laughs> Sorry, I'm kind of jumping all over the place. But in the end, the mixed girl ended up getting picked. Yes. So like it's like so, so I don't understand. Like like I can see in the situation in the very end they brought up like oh race, but like I it it just it doesn't include her because like she ended up getting picked anyway in the very end. It was the it was the other black girl who didn't get picked who was right. more popular most of the time on the show that didn't get picked. Yeah. Yeah, so Erica, the mixed girl, at first glance, I was like, ooh, she's going to be, like, the Gia of the show. Yeah, we thought she was going to be really popular because she was really pretty and, like, she seemed like she was cool. Right. And so I was I was kind of shocked, but um, observing her behavior, she was kind of quiet. She wasn't talking too much. I don't know if it's, like, a language barrier. I don't know if she spoke that well of English or something. I don't know if she struggled with English. I just feel like she was actually kind of stubborn mm-hmm. with the guys. Like, she, you know, like, yeah. there was like, there was a couple of guys that she liked on the show and, like, mm-hmm. would kind of pursue them. But, like, when she wasn't getting recipro- those feelings reciprocated, she felt like it was like, oh, because I'm black. Maybe. But, like, there was, like, like, the other guys who actually gave her some attention, she didn't, she didn't really give them any attention. So, it was like, I don't know. I remember, I remember it was, like, one night, I think, um... I don't know what it was. Dan asked her to go to the ramen chip room, and she was like, "No." Yeah, I think. So she was. Yeah, I think how she was rejecting the guy. You know, the guys are all friends, so I don't know if they kind of felt like it was bro code, like not really to go after Erica, or like I would kind of feel like, dang, like you know, I don't want to get rejected too. So I don't know if like Mm -hmm. the other you know Korean guys on the show kind of felt that vibe about Erica, how she's kind of, I don't know, not really flexible, because it's like. If you go to the ramen and chill room, doesn't mean like you're asking somebody's hand in marriage. Yeah, you're just you're just trying to get to know them. Like you just you didn't want to get to know them, and it's like that's her right. But like I don't see why mm-hmm. um, you can reject someone and right. you know feel okay about it, and then like when you get rejected, you want to be like, oh, it's because I'm black. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. like in the end, she ended up getting picked, and I I think her and her reaction to getting picked was kind of weird too she was like sure instead of being like yeah i'll go like you know she wasn't she didn't seem really enthusiastic about it so it was like i don't know i just feel like at least in her situation she shouldn't have been the one to call out you know you know racism or like or like prejudice for her race right Right. if anyone i would maybe think bella would mention something but like i don't think she i don't know how she i don't know how she feels about 
this how that happened but i wouldn't i wouldn't assume she would think it was because of her race that she didn't get picked I really loved her attitude on her show, how yeah, she's she just was positive. Like, she was yeah, she was really, she was, yeah, she was very optimistic and everything, so. Girl, I mean, I remember watching the interview for uh, Chan Hak, I think, and he was saying that, like, Bella was very charming and, like, she was very bright and stuff. So, uh, I think a lot of the guys had a good opinion of her. I do want to say, though, that, like, um, I feel like with Korean men, I'm not speaking for all of them, but, like, <laughs> they, like, if they date outside of their race, um, if it's, like, not an... A Korean woman. It's like maybe a someone who's still yeah. of Asian descent, like with like East Asian and right. maybe maybe Southeast Asian, but they typically just go for someone who's still of East Asian descent. And then outside, and then outside of that, it's like white women. white women, and then like you know, and then it goes trickles down to black women. So it's, yeah, so, yeah, it's, so like, it's like I wasn't surprised yeah. with the result. I mean, I was a little surprised because again, Belle was really popular, right. but yeah. like you know, everyone's been dogging down, like not picking her. Mm-hmm. But like you know, I know it's like even. You know, with him explaining why he didn't pick her, because they, they, each of the contestants end up reading some comments after the show ended, like, talking about, like, the choices they made and stuff. You know, I don't fault him for not picking her. He just, you know, he he just he just made a bad choice. <laughs> like, he didn't he didn't pick her. I don't think he didn't pick her because, oh, she's black. I didn't want to pick her. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't fault him for that or say, or excuse, um, accuse him of that. He was even fully satisfied with her, with his decision either. Based on the interview response, he was like, why, why didn't I pick her? Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of funny. And, yeah. He, he said, yeah. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Yeah. And, he said that the girl he picked, which her name was Sabrina, he said he picked her because he thought that she would pick him back. You know, yeah. so like, you know, of course you would want to go for someone you, you know, you're a little more sure that they're going to pick you back, I guess. But I was thinking Bella would definitely pick him back too, that's so. That's true too, but I guess, you know, he just really likes Sabrina's. It's like, we don't know these people. We don't know exactly, like, yeah. everything that's happened. Their we don't know. Like, yeah, like, their upbringing yeah. about race and, like, their dating history. So we can't we can't assume that they are prejudiced in their, um, um, who they date. So, like, I didn't like how people were saying that about all the guys on the show. But, um, yeah. But I would say maybe for the next season, I'm sure there's a way you can, like, at least ask someone, have you ever dated, like, what races have you dated before? At least that question. Mm-hmm. And so to kind of get, like, a maybe even mix of some people who have dated, you know, black women before, you know, um, or, like, just, like, other races before. So mm-hmm. I think that would probably be my advice for next season. I know that um, when Dan and David, the people who are in charge of Ramen and Chill, were getting questions of, like, why didn't you get... Uh, Korean men who actually want to date outside of their race, uh, specifically dating uh, black women, um, they were kind of like, how can we verify that? So I was just thinking maybe that's one way they could do that. Yeah, because, um, cause like I did, I did sense in the show that a lot of guys like this one girl who was on the show. Her name was Tiffany. She was Asian. I don't know what her ethnicity was. Yeah, I don't I, you know, I can assume she was probably East Asian descent. She was really popular on the show, and I wasn't surprised of that. But, like, you know, there was only, like, two guys who ended up going after her, I think. And, like, um, the other guys, they went after the other, you know, they went to, you know, again, Erica, this one white girl, um, and this um, Sabrina, who, who was um, Blasian. That makes me think of something. Um, Erica, do you think if she knew Korean, like, could I know she liked Chan Hak. Um, do you think if she knew Korean and could communicate with him, they would have ended up together? Because I know he was going after Tiffany. Um, mainly because they could communicate well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I think so. I'm trying to figure out too, like if Bella could communicate in Korean. I can't remember how much. I can't remember how much Korean the contestants could yeah. speak. I just know. I kn- know for sure that um, Sabrina didn't really know much yeah. Korean. I feel like with her though, mm-hmm. that like I think she was at a disadvantage because she was really young. Right. That was a smart. Because she was really, she was really cool, but I feel like she was really young. I think the age range for a lot of contestants on the show was very large with her. But yes, I do think that if Erica could speak more Korean, she probably would be a little bit more. Po- I, she probably would, but she probably would be a little bit more successful with Chan Hawk at least. Mm-hmm. But like the other, the other guys, they could, you know, they spoke English. But so like I think, you know, her, her, her not knowing a lot of Korean didn't like disadvantage her because again, she still ended up getting picked by someone who, you know, knew knew a little bit of English but you know was more fluent in Korean. But after all that, I don't know. Like the comments of people, people were actually very hurt. Um, about like you know Bella not getting picked and I was shocked too and then like you know oh, Erica was right like people were taking it pretty personally mm-hmm. and that goes to show that like I feel like a lot of black women are still looking for little pockets of value yeah I think a lot of people who watched the yeah. show they were probably black because you know the producers of the show they read comments and questions and stuff and like they read a comment a question that asked do you think Korean men could date a black girl and again I got I cringed. I, I cringe so much. It's like, why would you ask that? <laughs> that makes us look so, like, I don't know, desperate. Yes. And I, I hate that. Because, like, if you ask that, then I don't know. It's like, I think it's like we're one of the only races that kind of feel like this. If somebody messes up, we're like, ah, why did you do that? Now we all look bad, you know? Yes, because, like, you know, we, did, we didn't see that kind of question from, like, anyone else who, right. like, any other demographics of people who were probably watching. She's like, oh, what do you think? Uh, a Korean make a date uh, someone who's not of East Asian descent you know like someone like Sabrina like no one asked that kind of question it's only like it's always when a black girl it's like a black girl must ask those kind of questions yes Ugh. I don't know and it's just like uh, black women free yourselves like it's okay like uh, you're gonna find somebody who can cherish you and love you you shouldn't have to beg and like try to seek out this kind of validation yes. only you know only pursue, pursue guys that watch you and you know and love your blackness and appreciate you you don't need to ask those kind of questions if if you want an asian guy i'm sure you'll find an asian guy who loves you so let's leave asking if you would you date a black girl questions let's leave that in the past i was gonna say leave that in 2022 but like we we should left it a long time ago just don't don't ask those questions anymore go please don't for your sake for our sake please but yeah how was today? This was good. You know, I feel like for our first episode, I wasn't too long. I, you know, I, I was able to kind of um, get my train of thought out there because we, we talked about this kind of stuff all the time even before right. recording. So we were just kind of like trying to get our words together and kind of like have like an outline how we're going to talk about this. But this was really good. It seemed like we were talking about this again for like the first time. Yeah. So, and I feel like I learned some things that even our regular conversations um, wasn't brought up yet. So mm-hmm. I think this was good. So yeah, we plan to post around every Friday slash every other Friday, typically like almost an hour long or 40 minutes. And yeah, we just plan to talk about like, you know, blackness, um, K-pop, mm-hmm. if those things intersect or not, or anything else, anything that's going on in the world, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you for tuning in to our first episode of Work in Progress. This has been Kendra. This has been Iyanu. Everything's a work in progress. So we'll see you next time. Bye.